It's Wednesday, December 1st. Wow. Wednesday, December 1st, and you're listening to episode 39 of the Chasing Points podcast, your weekly honest stuff. What? Yeah, something's going on. (laughs) Got a frog in your throat. All right. I can tell you. Continue. No, I'm good. I mean, you just, I mean, here we are. I had to ask because the people are going to have to know. They want to know what that was, and I need to know too. And I'm right here. So I just had to ask. I should have just muted my microphone. (laughs) What's going on? Uh, It's December 1st. It's episode 39. We're here. We're back. Hey, Brandon. How are you? (laughs) I'm I'm here. Great way to start it off. I'm glad you uh, survived whatever that was. Uh, Yeah, I'm just happy to be here. uh, (laughs) I'm just here so I won't get fined. Well played, sir. Here we go. We're back. There's so much to jump into. Uh, there's a lot of news in the college ranks. There's a coaching carousel going on. Jump on board. Look at week 13 in the NFL. We're going to talk about week 12. Tiger Woods is back, kind of. Tiger Woods, Joe. And we're going to dive into uh, Major League Baseball free agency. I think that's where we're going to start. But I, again, have to ask you how you're doing. What's new? It's been a, been a week or so since we've chatted. Sam, What's you know what? How are you doing first? I'm good, man. I'm here. Aside from whatever is not letting me speak this evening, I'm good. Uh, well, to answer your question, I am in a great mood. Uh, that just added to it, so I appreciate that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, getting life back on track after, you know, post-injury. Getting back to myself, Sam. And, uh, you know... This week is a very interesting week because our teams play each other. Uh, basketball team and football team play each other, and our basketball teams are about to play each other very shortly. And I'm sure it's not going to be positive for your team, <clears throat> but it will be positive for mine. Uh, is that tonight, as in Tuesday night? That so is. Not even paying attention. Uh, when they hear it, yeah, it'll be Wednesday, so it'd be too late. But uh, for us, yeah. it's, it's 7:30 tonight. So, yeah. Well. Yeah, I have no confidence in my football team or I'd give you a wager, but I'm probably going to pick the Eagles. So there's I mean, that. I mean, I mean, they do have Gardner Minshew that might be starting. So, I mean, you probably have a better chance then. But Gardner's, I mean, he does, he's done his thing in his league too. So who knows? Wait, J- Jalen's hurt? Yeah, he hurt his, uh, his, uh, his ankle, his cankle. Oh. Yeah. Against the G strings, Giants. I got respected the name because they beat us so terribly. That that did happen. We'll get into it. Um, yeah, but I guess you want to dive into some Major League Baseball free agency. The hot stove is burning. The, the lockout. What's up? Take me to the ball game. I said, you know, penis. There you go. A lockout is looming, but that doesn't matter. These owners are spending cash. I so. And uh, I guess we just got to start with the Texas Rangers. What are they doing? Someone explain. $325 million to Corey Seager, shortstop from the Dodgers. Another $175 million to Marcus Simeon, an infielder from the Blue Jays, formerly of the Athletics. $500 million to two players for the next seven to ten years. What the hell's going on, Hayes? I guess they're trying to have the Monstars in the infield. I don't really know what's going on. They're spending a lot of money. I don't <laughs> I guess I don't really know. I've been trying to figure it out what they're trying to do. They haven't been relevant for quite some time. 
Um, I guess this is their way of trying to become relevant. Uh, they are going to have one of the best shortstops in the league. Um, I think you might even say the best shortstop in the league. Um, but I guess we'll just have to see what they're doing. Because, Sam, I I don't want a lot of people to say I know what's going on because I don't even think they know what's going on. So, yeah, have the Rangers – the Rangers haven't been this – into it or been in the news since they gave A-Rod all this money, even though they yeah. made it to the World Series. Yeah. Uh in like 2010 or whatever that was, 2011. Um, I love Corey Seeger, as you mentioned. Marcus Simeon had a great year. Mm-hmm. Was pretty damn good, had an off year his last year in Oakland, but had a great pretty much career in Oakland and uh was an MVP candidate this year. But and I guess if you're gonna have two these guys aren't big big hitters but they're big you know big averages they got they have pop in their bat they can play defensively Seager's not that fast but Simeon can can uh, steal some bases this is a hell of a middle of the infield as you mentioned for sure you can move Isaiah Kiner-Falefa their shortstop to third there's rumors that the Yankees are interested in trading for him um great defensive shortstop used to be a catcher wouldn't mind that from the Yankees at all, but this is a lot of money for a team that has a lot of holes, to be honest. Well, you mentioned the Yankees, uh, and obviously for those that aren't listening, uh, Sam and I are both Yankees fans, so we have a little bias, but we also keep it real. Um, so my question is, who do the Yankees target right now for shortstop? Because there's a couple big names out there still. Um uh, who do you think they get? Well, I think you need to lock up first base. And we've talked on this podcast about bringing back Anthony Rizzo, lefty with some pop, great average hitter. Or, of course, there's a lot of rumors going around that Freddie Freeman is, you know, the Yankees are hot for Freddie Freeman. But will the, will the Braves let him go? If I'm the Braves, I don't let him I go. I don't either from um, them. Yeah, but you'd say that. What do you... you you can play LeMahieu at first. You can play LeMahieu at third. They've made it known that Glaber's their second baseman. So was, I was loving a guy like Corey Seager, a lefty that could play the infield, um, could play short. That would have been great. I don't know if they're still in on Tre- uh, Trevor Story or Carlos Correa. We're going to see what kind of offseason Hal Steinbrenner is envisioning and, and Brian Cashman. Are they going to open up the the um the the pocketbook here because it it doesn't from the rumblings it really doesn't seem like that i know there's a lot of yankee fans discouraged that seeger is gone but how is not his father oh no no his that way no his father is rolling over mm-hmm. thinking you know because to to george Simoner, everything could be fixed with a big shiny free agent um or a, a big trade i think cashman i still like cashman he makes smart trades um he his analytics department's pretty good except for just blindly never having a lefty with a short porch and right field but um you know they are not <laughs> they are basically the yankee fans wanted what basically the mets are doing this year yep and that's crazy and i think that's probably something we should have started with um, the Mets just dropped $43 million a year for, you know, Cy Young, perennial Cy Young winner, Max Scherzer. Uh, they also signed Eduardo Escobar, Mark Canna too. 
Um, and, and they're not done. They lost Javi Baez. He's going to the Tigers. Um, but with Lindor there, Jacob deGrom, Jeff McNeil's, you know, there, you can name, you know, they're probably losing Conforto, but, and Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets and, and all the rumblings from that team is they're not done yet. They're still, they're still uh, shopping. So what do you think of the Mets prized acquisitions and their ability to just open up the payroll? Is Cohen uh, George Steinbrenner's son? Because he seems like it. Oh, yeah. The way that he's spending. Um, and I, I spoke to Sam about this off air, and, and I said, the Yankees better stop playing around and acting as if the Mets aren't doing what they should be doing. Um, and, and they should stop playing around before the Mets become and take New York over. Now, I know there's going to be a lot of people that be like, what the hell am I talking about? Them take over. It's the Mets. They start off good. They always – their season ends as soon as the first game starts, right? I know all the jokes, right? But if you haven't noticed in trends in recent memory, a lot of the teams that used to be real poop in sports in the early 90s, mid 90s, stuff like that, they're now championship caliber teams or have won a championship. And I'm talking across sports, period. So do not be surprised if the Mets finally turn around. And I mean, they're a few years removed from going to the World Series. Yes, they lost, but they're still a few years removed from the World Series. They've been to the World Series more recently than the Yankees have. So let's also think about that as well. So they have now they have the right owner in place. Uh, they're getting their look like they're they're getting the right pieces in place as well, too. Don't be surprised if if they creep up on New York, if New York doesn't do what they need to do and pull the trigger a certain things. So I, I like what the Mets are doing. I, I can't they're they're looking amazing like their name right now but we'll see because i've seen great teams on paper before and they've never translated to anything so i guess with yeah the-, the mets the mets started out hot last year and fizzled away um we talked about that a lot you the course every year? Year. yeah i mean it's i mean you have max scherzer and jacob de you have no excuses and steve cohen's basically working like we have no excuses and he's willing to pay and these aren't the Wilpons, um, and he's making that be known too. So good for them. Um, you, again, as you mentioned, you don't win. You can win the back pages in in the winter, but that doesn't mean anything once once it comes. And the rain, the last two World Series champions, or two of the last three, came, are coming from that division with the the Nationals and the the Braves, right? So there's a there's a lot of uh, work cut out for you even those those teams aren't going to be anywhere near what they were or at least the nationals aren't but who knows with these braves that came out of nowhere um javi by is going to the tigers 175 for seven years is that uh or 140 for six years excuse me um that surprise you at all but the Detroit I, tigers i mean that's that's good they also got uh the pitcher from the red sox what is that rodriguez uh Oh, yeah, Eduardo Rodriguez. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I like what they're building out there. I mean, I like Javi. I don't know if he's worth that money, but, again, somebody's worth – everybody's worth is different in their own eyes. So, uh, But I, I love Javi's energy. I, I love the things that he does. I don't like what he did in his short tenure with the Mets, but um, 
what he was doing in with the Cubs. I absolutely enjoyed what it, what he did there, but I guess we'll just have to see. Is he the Javi Baez of old or is he washed? And I guess yeah, I, I, I would have loved for the Mets to try to keep him. I wonder how close that really was or did all of that stuff in September really Probably shy sad. them away? Yeah. yeah. I'd really like to, to know how close they were to getting him and, there were rumors that Carlos Correa was going to the Tigers to to pair up with uh, AJ Hinch as old manager. I guess that's not going to happen. Um, I'm going to name some free agency free uh, free agents. Tell me where you think they're going. Carlos Correa, pop quiz. Hell. Next subject. That's great. <laughs> you set yourself up for that one. <laughs> What do you think That's I was going to say something nice? <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> hey, uh, anything else on the free agency? Robbie Ray also signed with the Mariners. Good luck, Seattle. You don't know which Robbie. I know he just won a Cy Young, but, you know, I remember when you tell me Robbie Ray, I remember the guy from the Diamondbacks who just couldn't find the strike zone. So yeah. good luck, Seattle. I yeah. hope for your sake he uh, well, works out. <laughs> luck is all around i guess <laughs> speaking of college the uh the top 25 that college rankings being announced right now as we're we're talking any guesses uh michigan's probably going to be two if not one yeah georgia's one michigan's two alabama's three they haven't announced four yet okay that's that sounds about right georgia. and speaking of coaching and college hey a lot of stuff happened this weekend like out of nowhere i feel like um lincoln riley answered the phone and usc was on on the line and and he's leaving leaving norman oklahoma to uh to go to be the next coach of the trojans um brian kelly from notre dame you knew he was the notre dame head coach right brian yep. kelly last 12 years yep. yeah because yes. I, I forgot his name before <laughs> yes. the show um <laughs> He's going to uh, he's going to LSU. Any any thoughts on these, you know, big seismic shifts in in the college ranks? Uh, I like the Lincoln Riley move because I think he's one of the best uh, best minds in college football. Um, and I know there he was looked at by teams to coach their NFL team. Uh, so he kind of has like that that aura around him like chip kelly had when he was at oregon right before he came to philly and then ruined my team and then went back to the uh league uh college um so i, I like him a lot he, i feel like he's got like quarterback you right now because he's had some of the best young quarterbacks there he's had jalen hurts he's had baker he's had kyler Right. Uh, what's the young man that's there now? Uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams. Yep, Caleb. And so, I mean, Spencer Rattler's transferring. Spencer's trash. That's why he had to transfer. Right. Um, and a lot of big, big uh, commits are decommitting now. Of course. From Oklahoma. Yeah. And I'm sure they might commit to where he's going. Right. So, do, wouldn't be surprised. Um, but I think that's huge for USC. They've been missing a, a, a big coach. I mean, they, they've been trying to fill that void since Pete Carroll left. Um, and that was the last time that they were really, 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 at least to me, relevant. Um, for LSU, um, 
I guess Brian Kelly's a good thing for them. I mean, he's he's made Notre Dame, uh, you know, relevant, but they they always fall flat. So I, I mean, I, LSU expects more. I mean, you're in the SEC, going against the likes of Georgia, Bama every year. So you you got to come with your A game. And recruiting in the South is way different than uh, recruiting up in North Bend. So I guess we'll have to find out how he uh, how he fares. I kind of. I don't know. Something about his face that just makes me not like him. Um, can't really put a finger on it, but his face, it's its its that. Yeah. But good luck wow. to him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, man, like, you know, it's its no secret, like, the uh, what how difficult it is to kind of recruit at Notre Dame just because of certain you know they have a you know a, a high standard for for their players that a lot of these other big schools look away from uh academically and and whatnot um so it'd be real really interesting what's that i said religiously as well because yeah absolutely um and that and that's and that's fine you know what you're you're getting into when you are uh visiting notre dame and you know that's fine and the fact that they're not involved uh, aligned with the conference too is huge for them. And the one time Brian Kelly went to the big dance, he got, he got embarrassed. Yes, he did. Um, And so to, to be able to, you know, now you're in the SEC and he's going to command recruits. LSU does that on its own. Um, And recent, you know, it's, it's only a couple of years ago. They won the national title. The fact that big O is, is out of there already is kind of like I don't quite know everything going on o- over there, but the fact that Ed Orgeron is not the head coach there is or will not be the head coach there kind of stuck sucks. Um, yeah, it's it's weird after you know being removed from a national championship, right? And now you're out of a job, but apparently I guess he was doing things that uh weren't up to uh basically shady dealings that were happening okay. well uh, yeah again I, I don't know any of that but um if that's the case then yeah then peace but um how about looking i i saw this a couple different times and, and albert breer of sports illustrated retweeted it so i'll just say that it's uh true contract details for lincoln riley 110 million usc buys out both of his homes in norman for over half a million over the asking price. Buying a $6 million home for him in LA and unlimited use of their private jet 24-7 for family. <laughs> How do you turn that down? Uh, you don't. That's why he's going to USC. <laughs> you don't turn that down. That's All right, cool. So you're saying I can get on the jet anytime I want to. So no season, I Since- can get on the jet. Okay. It's cool. just like hop out, hop on the PJ with the PJs. Yep. yep. Dude, good for good for him, man. That's that's why you live, right? For sure. <laughs> Who cares if they win? He's yeah. got a private jet. I mean, he he'll be fine. Uh, but I I'm sure he's going to turn that program around. I mean, they they need it. Uh, even though I hate the Trojans, they need it though. Yeah, I mean, it's really been since Pete Carroll was there that they uh they've been relevant. To be yep. honest. All right. Well, uh, yeah, good luck to these coaches getting paid, man. Good for them. Now, let's get these athletes paid. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad they finally can make money off their likeness because they're actually utilizing it. So I'm very happy about that. 
Yes, sir. How about week 12 of the NFL? Uh, injury plagued week to say at least anything, uh, yeah, I think jump out, catch your eye. Ooh, yes. yes. Let me ask you some questions this week. Does Russell Wilson stay with the Seahawks? No. Why not? Uh, he gets paid a lot of money. The team's really bad. Pete Carroll's never had to coach like this before, or at least, I mean, he coached some pretty bad teams back in the day, but um, he's not used to this. I don't know if, He's still there. I think he is. He's gold in that city, but um, I think it's time for Russ to to cook somewhere else. I and agree. They can get, still get a haul for him. Would you trade your draft picks to have him in Philly? No. If you were a, another NFL franchise that needed a quarterback? If I was the Browns, I'd look to try to get Russell Wilson any way I possibly could because that would be – that would – to me, they would be an immediate contender and not a pretender for the Super Bowl. Yeah, Baker's holding them back. You're hurt, man. It's cute if you're Brett Favre, but, like, you know, you have some talent and you're just, like, willing your team. But I just have this feeling, man, uh, like, he's not doing his team any good, and I don't really think his team likes him. Now you got Kareem Hunt's dad calling him out. Did you see this? I did not, (laughs) but, I mean, it's not surprising. I, I I think I, I've said it on here. I know I said it on here. And I know I say it out here all the time. He just reminds me of a quieter Johnny Manziel. Like he really, Johnny Manziel was just talking too much and doing all party and all that stuff. Like he's a more quiet Johnny Manziel. I mean, he's done more in the league than Johnny Manziel has done, but I still think Baker is not the guy. I think he he's like a solid, he's probably going to end up being a journeyman. I'm just, I'm just saying that's probably what he's going to end up being. I mean, get now, yeah. Now I'm getting people on my Facebook saying I'm being like OBJ's daddy, and I'm not. Kareem Hunt Senior said on Facebook, "I'm stating facts on football and what I see. He's limping. He's scared to throw the ball, and he know they know he's hurt. Go, they're going to keep listening." But if people don't like what I'm saying, unfriend me. I'm not jeopardizing nothing. I got the right to speak. I am posting no videos. Have a good day. Go Browns. Hopefully. (laughs) Having the parents chime in is just so funny to me. Uh, It's like like high school. Again, like play my son. Yes. Play my son. But I mean, he's one of the best running backs in the league and and he doesn't get talked about because he's on a team that all they keep talking about is Baker, 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 which kind of leads me into other running backs and two that should be running the league right now, but aren't. Um, And that would be Mr. McCaffrey and Mr. Barkley, two of the premier backs in this league, Sam, and they have not done anything for their teams in a while because neither of them can stay healthy on the field. Do you think that either of these gentlemen can get healthy and get to where we think they can get to? Well, Chris, Christian McCaffrey's hurt again and is done for the year now. So he's played a handful of games in two years. Um, and Saquon might as well just not hang it up, but, take it easy for the rest of the year because 
he does not look good either. And I think just a sidebar here, we can talk about it too. If I'm the Giants, I know there's reports that Dave Gettleman's hanging it up at the end of the year is going to get fired either way. This is last year. Um, you got to blow this Giants team up if I'm I would if I'm a giant. I think the Daniel Jones Daniel Jones experiment's over. Um, it's you have two first round picks that are likely going to be in the top 10. Um, you know, this Joe Judge just just hasn't worked. Um, but can these guys be dominant? I, I hope so. As you mentioned, they're probably talent-wise two of the best running backs I've ever seen. Um, and, cer- and certainly the best just from a talent position in this league. Um, if I'm in fantasy football next year, I'm not drafting these guys in the first round at all, even McCaffrey. Um, you just can't. He's just He gets hurt way too much. Think about this, the top five picks consensus in, in fantasy this year. Christian McCaffrey arguably went number one everywhere barely played Dalvin cook separated shoulder. Now uh, Zeke, who knows how healthy he really is. Alvin Kamara's missed the last three games. Derek Henry probably done until January and Saquon Aaron Jones hurt too. It's, it's, it's the running back position, man. You get, it's so easy to quickly fall out of grace and, and to just be a hobbled washed up, Adrian Peterson, you know what I mean? Like Adrian Peterson used was, you probably say, if I asked you one of the best running backs you've ever seen, AP is one of the first names out of your list of mouth. I know that for a fact. And now he can't even hang on to, to a team in a, on a practice squad. So it's, it's just the nature of the position. And I really hope that there's still something in the tank for these guys, but I guess I'll just take the easy way out of your question and say, I hope so, but I don't know. If these guys, you know, what do you think? Uh, I said it from day one. I said that the Giants were going to ruin Saquon. Um, And I know, obviously, your health is your health. The Giants can't really do that. But, I mean, you you hire the best trainers in the world, apparently. So, I, I, I would think that you can do something for McCaffrey and Barkley. Um but I think they honestly both need this offseason. Uh, well, first, I agree with the first thing you said, is that Saquon should probably just stop playing for the rest of the season. They should probably say, hey, just we're going to have you hang it up. He's not going to like it, but it's okay. Uh, then I would trade him um, at the in the offseason and try to get things back because they're going to need to rebuild. Um, and with his health right now, I think he needs to change the scenery. I know he wants to stay here. I know he's... He's from New York and he wants to stay, but it might need to change and get him out of there. Where he goes to, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, I would love for him to come to the Eagles, but they're not going to trade them him to there. That's just not going to happen. Um, I could see him going to a team like the Cardinals, right? Just like something like that. Just a team that we're all just like, why did they let him go there? Um, McCaffrey hurts because he is the like the true Swiss Army knife of the league. And he literally is just can't get out of his own way. He's just hurt too much. And we know what he does when he's on the field. Um, but you got to remember, like you said, the, the, the running back position has been, uh, has been watered down over the past couple of years. Uh, and it's because of what we see with these running backs. So you got to think this is the one, one of the only positions 
in this game that consistently is running into somebody, right? That's, you got to break through a hole. You got to break through a gap. You got to do They're They're one of the only positions that is legit has to break first contact and everybody has to tackle you at your legs. And that is a running backs bread and butter. So. Yeah. And I can, you know, we're talking about Saquon, Christian McCaffrey, Kamara, Zeke, these guys play in the flat aside from going, just running through the line. They're finesse guys. They they catch the ball very well. The backfield, they play in the flat. They do a lot of gadget stuff. And aside from Derrick Henry, who's just a battering ram, are these like, you're the fitness guy. Um, you do it for a living. You're, you're a healthy individual. I can ask you this. Are these guys too big? Like, like it's been like CMC gained a lot of muscle and, you know, you see the Instagram pictures in the off season. Uh, Saquon's thighs are the size of tree trunks. Like, are these guys too big for what they're doing and the finesse that they're trying to yes play the no. position with? Yes and no. And it's funny that you said that because I was working my way there. Um, you Yes, because you got to remember you're going against guys that are 350 that run four fives, four sixes. Right, right? Right. Uh, four, so you got you to gotta realize that these dudes are coming at you full speed and you have to keep your balance, right? So you, you need that extra cushion on you to, to be able to be somewhat durable. But my questioning is what are they doing in the off season to train on their core? What are they doing to shore up uh, those muscles that they're going to be using? Are they doing like pool workouts? Are they doing calisthenics? Are they doing a lot of stretching? What, what are they doing in the off season is, is my big thing uh, because I'd be trying to figure out anything I can Period. That's why I respect LeBron. I know it's a different sport and he's not having the contact of football, but this man literally reinvests millions of dollars back into his body to make sure that he's available. Right. So I don't know. I don't think there's many athletes out here that are doing what he's doing. Right. Or what Tom is doing, which is the reason why they're both in two different stratospheres. Right. Um, But these guys are reinvesting back into themselves. They understand that they're the asset. So in order, you have to protect the asset at all costs. So, and I say that as LeBron is out for 10 days now, um, but this is what you have to do. You have to protect the asset. And I think that's what these guys need to really, really work on is, is true strength and conditioning and not putting on so much mass, uh, but having more lean mass is still being, still being big. Uh, but yeah, definitely working on their strength and conditioning for sure, because that's, I feel like there's something that's just not there. And I know these guys work really, really hard, but there needs to be something more focused on their core. Great answer. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that's that for that. So since we we're talking about uh, football, I want to give my power rankings before we get to our picks and we run down uh, what uh, what we have here. So uh, power rank it up. Let's do so it. Power ranking for the NFL. We got we got one for the NBA, too. Uh, that'll be pretty brief. but. Uh, so far, uh, at this point in time, this is for NFL.com, and I like this one because it was the best one to me at this point in time, and I think spot on. Number one, Green Bay Packers, who are nine and three. Um, number two, the Arizona Cardinals, they are nine and two. Uh, you have to think about that. That was without Kyler Murray at a point in time, um, and I think they're still without him. Correct, Sam? Um, um, they they just had a bye, but he should be back okay. this coming week. Yeah, it'll be fine. But you're right. He was out for like two or three weeks. There you go. And they're still only lost two games. 
So that shows how good of a team they are. Number three, uh, the McCoy, hook them. Sorry, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, even when you think they're going to lose, they are still eight and three, and they still pull it out anyway. Um, just, they have Tom Brady. That's that's all you got to say there. Number four, the Chiefs are still hanging around. They're seven and four. Uh, number five. This has got to be, and this is the last one I'm stopping with. This has got to be shocking everybody right now outside of Bill Belichick. And that's the Patriots. They're eight and four right now. With a yeah, rookie. I can't believe it. With Not a rookie yet. quarterback. And they're that's playing wild. well. That's wild. And number six is honorable mention, but has been looking terrible, even though they're the only team in New York, uh, is the Buffalo Bills. Don't know what's going on there, but uh, Josh Allen, get it together, buddy. So, yeah, that's the power rankings currently right now. We got to get that sponsored. That was good. Thanks, man. You know, just reading things. <laughs> so what's our picks, man? What, what, where let's are we just, at? Let's do it. Thursday, December 2nd, in New Orleans, Cowboys Saints. Uh, Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. All right. That was easy. When we're done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, now uh, Giants, uh, Dolphins. <laughs> Gosh, Dolphins are going to win that game. But I don't want Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Yep. Uh, traded for Jalen Waddle in my Dynasty League. Smart. Great. Smart. Him and Jamar Chase are my wideouts right now. Very, very smart. Calvin Ridley's out and I'll also have Debo Samuel. It's a nice little team. Um, Colts, Texans. Colts, yeah, but my Carson Mobile has been balling though. Is Colts. that Ty Tyrod? Yeah, that's T Mobile. Okay, T Mobile. Okay. <laughs> so confused. I'm like T Mobile. I'm like Carson Wentz, your boy. Uh-huh. No, okay. Um, Vikings Lions. Is this the week? The O ten and one Lions get it done. Not at all. And Carson Wentz looks really good. Just go back to that one. He looks really good right now. And no, they do not beat the Vikings at all. Vikings. I haven't been giving my picks, I don't think. No, um, Dolphins, Colts, I'll say uh, I'm giving this one to the Lions if Jared Goff plays. You're, you're playing. Kirk Cousins, man. Okay. No thanks. All right. All right. Your Eagles, my Jets. I'm definitely not going for your Jets. So Go Eagles. Yes, five, five, Eagles, five, go birds. The nine and two Cardinals, as you mentioned, against the four and seven Bears at Soldier Field. Yeah, the Cardinals are winning that one. This, this, yeah, I got to with you, man. So bad, like you said. Goodness gracious. Yeah, Chargers, Bengals. This will be fun. I'm into this. Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Bengals. <laughs> yep. Go Chargers. Okay. Even though, you know, I love this. Bengals offense. I know. I know. Oh, man. I do love this Bengals offense. <laughs> All right. Um, Chargers. Okay. Bucks, Falcons. Bucks. Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady just loves to play the Falcons. So um, we're good there. Jaguars um, head to LA to play the Rams. Uh, the Rams need to bounce back game, and this is it. I really hope Matt Stafford can get healthy this. This Rams team looks really bad, yep. and he's not playing well, but he's banged up, man. Uh, go Rams. Uh, my team, my favorite team that played last night, the Washington football team. 
Thanks, Jamal Adams. Uh, against the Raiders. Raiders. Ooh, I'm gonna say the Washington Football Team. Oh, you're bugging. Okay, but I like Heineke time. I don't know why not, man. I like this. Okay. Uh, Ravens Steelers. Ravens. Ravens. <laughs> Yeah, I usually let you go first, but yeah, no, Niners Seahawks, Niners. Yeah, Niners. But thanks, that game's gonna thanks, be closer. That game would be closer because they're rivals. It's just oh yeah, and they're in Seattle too. Mm-hmm. So. Sunday night Broncos at the Chiefs. Oh, Broncos been playing pretty good, but Chiefs. I think they got their swagger back, man. Yeah, Chiefs. Go Chiefs. And Monday Night Football, this will be fun. As you mentioned, uh, the first place in the East Patriots against in Buffalo take on the Bills. That game is going to be so good. Uh, yeah. But I think uh, I can't put my faith in the Bills right now. I have to put it in the Pats. Yeah, they just find ways to win this game, huh? I feel like Bill Belichick is like watching the Terminator, like you know, like the later Terminators that he comes back and he gets to see himself and has to like fight the replica of himself. Like I feel like this is what he's like. I got my new Tom Brady, and we're gonna see the old Tom Brady. Like that's what I feel. It feels like. I mean, you saw the outing that they had against Tom, so that was different. But I think Bill wants to be like, okay, Tom, you won yours last year. We're coming for it this year. And uh that's Bill Belichick my- is Skynet. <laughs> for sure. He 100 percent is Skynet. There's no doubt in my mind. So that's where does good, that leave us good. with our picks for last week? Do you have our picks for last week? No. Okay. No. I told you before the show I don't have them, so don't I'm not gonna bring them up. Thanks yeah, for coming. I, I out, brought though. them up purposely because I think I might be winning still. I just wanted to confirm. You, or not. Uh you had a one game lead. It's on a piece of paper in my office. <laughs> not in my office. It's on a piece of paper. Well, it's I in wrote, a notepad. It's in I my chasing wrote. points notepad. I once wrote it in a book. Uh, <laughs> so okay, cool. Thanks well, for calling me out. You're welcome. I, prepared. I live for this. I live for this. Um before there's we certain things off, our, uh, what happened? certain things that are off subject, off topic here or, or un uh not there, to be there's mentioned. A, there's a lot of things, but that one, no, that was there. It was like I just had to let people know that Sam was still potentially losing to me, so I had to find out. Um let's do our NBA rankings, man. Um so I will definitely be talking way more about the NBA uh now as the you know, NFL season starts to is in the second half moving towards, you know, playoffs. Uh, the NBA season is ramping up and this is the time of year that I really, really start getting excited about uh, basketball. But right now, uh, number one is the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they are 12 and two. Uh, <laughs> they have been absolutely smacking into uh, 18 and two. I'm sorry, but they've been 12 and two the last uh, week. I think. Yeah. So, they have been absolutely smacking teams. Um, they smacked my nets just like the number two team did, which was the Suns. Uh, they smacked my nets as well, too. So that would be a really interesting right now that that's looking like the Western Conference Finals uh, because the Lakers are doo-doo. Um, and they have taken a risk on Russ, who is a Hall of Famer, but I don't think they're going to win with Russ and LeBron's been out too much. AD 
I actually saw something really, really funny. And I'm going to take a little pause real quick, Sam. I saw somebody that actually pulled up the stats of Dwight Howard compared to Anthony Davis and said that if if Anthony Davis were to retire right now, he would not be better than Dwight Howard in any facet of the game because of what Dwight Howard, I think people keep forgetting what Dwight Howard used to be when he was with the Orlando Magic. But if he were to retire right now or leave the league right now, his numbers wouldn't even compare to Dwight Howard's. But didn't Dwight Howard play like six more, seven more years than Anthony Davis? I mean, maybe. I mean, he's also he was drafted in like 04 or something like that. Yeah, but I think they see the numbers. I got to share it with you. You see the numbers. It's it's a huge difference. And because Dwight was one of the most dominant forces at that point in time, AD was that in New Orleans. But I'd like to see a per game basis there there um, in their primes. We can look it up for sure. I would love to see. Yeah, that, but I bet you're right though. Like yeah. Dwight Howard was a monster. He willed that Magic team to the finals. Um, they got the monster. Last I checked, Kobe, Anthony but... didn't get uh, his uh, Pelicans to uh, the finals. No, no. That's uh, yeah, that's that. The uh, closest. I mean, if Boogie stayed healthy, man. If the two of them stayed healthy, him and Boogie down there, that would have been fun. Then we start playing the if game. If KD yeah. played with the Warriors, they would have multiple. You that's know, true. So. Number three, the Bulls. Oh, we're still doing this. Oh, yeah. We're right. still doing yeah. Five picks, man. Number three, the Bulls. Uh, looking really, really good. Their pick this team is this team is built together really well. Caruso and Ball up front. They did so DeMar good. DeRozan. Yep. DeRozan doing his thing. Uh, absolutely love that. And, I mean, let's talk about the person that was there last year that was a all-star and has still been playing like an all-star, and that's uh, Mr. Levine. So, uh Proud of that team. They look really good. Um, it's nice to see the Bulls competitive. Like, I love seeing the Bulls competitive because that was the first team that I loved watching basketball. Number four, the Wizards. The Bulls and the Wizards are the two biggest surprises right now. And if you've noticed, I've named both of them before I named the fifth team, which is my team, the Nets. Um, it's, it's so wild to see what they've done. Uh, but I think still the the Nets are still who they are because of Katie and James Harden. And I, James Harden has worked his way to be back to what he is with LaMarcus Aldridge. I think one of the biggest detriments to that team right now, Joe Harris, a injured, um, had to get surgery. Uh, Blake Griffin is not that great of a basketball player. Um, <laughs> it's not, I'm sorry. Uh, he does very well at dunking and flopping and doing whatever he tries to do and taking picks. Uh, but I think that's really, really interesting seeing with Bradley Bill. He stayed, he committed, and look what he's got right now. He's got a team that is one of the best teams in the league. Uh, so happy for him for sticking to his guns. And uh, this, is, this is starting to heat up. I, I just want people to know that the Lakers are not in the top 10. The Cavs actually round out the top 10. So let's Whoa. just do it that way. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, we spent all last season like, oh, if if LeBron and AD can just get healthy and, and the stretch and gel together, and I just, is it you know, is it is it time? Is they it it? at all, really? I don't think they really, really, really have. Like, yeah, it was, and I think that's why a lot of people were like, well, the bubble was different, right? And it was just like, I, I mean, I get it, but it was still they still won, but they haven't since that bubble. They haven't really really impressed at all 
So I don't, I don't know what they do. Like, how do you, how do you say that they don't gel after they won a championship together? Right. Like they, they were there together to win a championship and they don't look well at all. Like they look pretty terrible. They look, they haven't looked good last season. Don't look good so far this season. So I don't know what's going on with them, but I guess we just have to wait and see. Right. Yes, sir. That was good. NBA Power Rankings, sponsored by someone else. Well played. That doesn't, yeah, you know. Hey, you want to play uh, Do You Care? I do. I do. Cool. Uh, hey, Tiger Woods says, is, is publicly speaking for the first time since that uh, horrific crash uh, in this one. I don't even know when that was, early spring. Um I'm lucky to be alive, but I'm also lucky to have my limbs. Um, He basically came back and said, I'm never going to be a full-time player again. He's climbed the mountain. He knows what it takes. um, And he's, he's okay with, with just giving it what he has when he has it. Um, Do you care? I do because he is an absolute legend uh, and he's, even though he doesn't have the major record, which I know that's why he still wants to play, right? Because he still still wants to get that record. Uh, but Tiger is one of the most influential athletes of the century. Um, and what he's done, he made a sport that wasn't popular to people that look like me. It made us pay attention. Right. Um, it made Asian Americans pay attention uh, because of his ethnicity. Right. It, and it brought a different crowd to a sport that was round, that was around, but didn't really have, quote unquote, much diversity outside of like BJ Singh. Um, so I, I like I love Tiger. Um, he's had his ups and downs, but when he put on that Sunday red, you knew what time it was. Ooh, yeah. You saw that fist pump. You knew what time it was. So there was no way uh, he had a presence. He had the presence of basically like when Michael Jordan stepped on the court, he had the same when he stepped on a green or a fairway. Um, so this is, that's huge to hear. It, it's, it kind of feels like a part of my childhood is like, like it, part of the kid in me is like crying because it's like, damn, like this, this is the guy that I watched with my dad. Like I didn't care about golf at all. And my dad would sit there every, every tournament right in front of the TV watching it. So it's huge to me. And I know it's huge to a lot of these young players right now because he's an idol to a lot of people. So I'm just very happy that he's okay because they even said that he, they were thinking about amputating his leg because that's how bad his leg was in the accident. Dude, he's just lucky to be alive. Absolutely. And he's lucky that, I mean, to even be able to play golf after everything his body has been through. And that he's the reason I play golf, the reason I love golf or, or, you know, um, and yeah, the tiger red, that Sunday red is, was a statement, man. And um, yeah, I just, it's just fun when he's in contention. And it's a Sunday and he's in the last, uh, you know, the last couple uh, duos there. It's just pairings. He's, it's just fun. And uh, 
yeah, he's just lucky to be alive. And that 2019 Masters was just a moment because um, no one thought he could, and he did. And you know, he I think he's just he knows that he's he said as much. So um, you know, just give it what he has, and he's he's already an immortal. And you mentioned you know uh, diversity in the game too. Uh, the sports world lost Lee Elder this week, who yes. was. Thank the you. first black golfer to play in the masters. He passed away at 87. Um, and he broke Augusta's race barrier at the 1975 masters. So thank just, you. uh, I was yeah. conversation not saying anything about Lee, but I thank you for that. Yeah, man. Um, it's just, yeah, he, he is tigers responsible for a whole generation of people playing golf and the people that the kids that try to beat him every Sunday, the, are all you know it's attributed to to tiger um you know just playing um everyone kind of knows every sports fan knows where they were during that 97 masters right um it just was like one of those like who's this kid and what's he doing kind of thing and uh yeah just uh yeah hopefully he's he's in contention on sundays that'll be a lot of fun i i Listen, I can't wait to see Charlie, his son, play. Even more. Yeah, man. It, man. He's so good. No. But I, I would with these what Tiger and even his son forget about golf. Like I'll never know in my lifetime, you know. It's like one of those things. Very true. Um, hey, do you care? Michigan beat Ohio State this weekend. I don't know if you heard you're the big ten guy. Discuss. I, I do care. Um, that game was disgusting for me because I hate both of those teams. Uh, but I, I had to go to lesser two evils and it was Michigan. Um, I hate Ohio state with a passion. Like I can, I'm okay with Michigan winning more than Ohio state. Um, but Michigan looks legit. Absolutely legit. Um, where it just looked like last season, Jim Harbaugh was, was out and now he's got a number two team, uh, when he couldn't beat any big t- uh, uh, top 10 teams for years since he's, his tenure there. Now the season has kind of come all together and his team looks solid. Um, that game was one of the best games I've watched in a while. Um, so it was really, really, really good. Uh, now I think they play uh, Iowa in the yeah. 10, yep. right? uh, championship yep. there. They should probably demolish them. Um but I'm interested. I'm really, really interested to see what happens when they get into the playoffs. Uh, that's for sure. But I'm happy Ohio State is potentially not going to be in the playoffs. And I think that's what their first time since the playoffs has started that they're not in the playoffs. I have to look that up. But I think this is the first time that it sounds, dude, it sounds about right, to be honest. Um, yeah, they're on the outside looking in right now. Um, that fourth team we mentioned before is Cincinnati. I think Ohio State's five. So, or no, seven. Yeah, so a uh, long journey for them to climb. They're probably out of it. Yeah, they're out of it. Uh, Definitely out of it at this point. They got to hope for multiple teams to lose, and I don't think that's going to happen in a championship game. So, yeah. Um, shout out to Jim Harbaugh, who said on his radio show inside Michigan football this week that any bonus money he receives this season uh, will be redirected to Michigan's athletic department to pay employees that had their pay cut during the pandemic. Well, that's Adam Schefter reported that. Um, that's great, man. Cause you know, these coaches get 
crazy bonuses when you make conference games and when you make the playoffs and all of that. And um, that's great that he's given it back to a program that's given him so much. So, you, um, you know, I have a, I have a, like a little pet peeve here and I, it's like, like I got a love hate relationship with those type of like announcements, Sam, because it's just like, if he, he was the one that said it, like he came out and said that on his radio show that yeah. he, yeah. Like I hate, like I hate the attention for it. Like just do it, everybody. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Everybody doesn't need. I agree with you on that, right? It's just, like I, I'm not taking away from the fact of what he's doing. Like the action is still the action, right? You're still doing this. It's still going to those people. It's a good cause. Uh, they deserve that, and I appreciate that happening. But it's just like everybody doesn't need to know that. Like they should know that. The people on the campus should know that. Like everybody, if it gets out after that, great. Uh, but I don't think you should be broadcasting that on Front Street. Like, it's just- yeah, if it gets reported, it gets reported. But I agree with you. Um, I'm not that kind. Of, you know, I, I prefer it. My charitable endeavors to be kind of just I don't need to make a big deal about that. Um, but, you know, to each their own. And at least it's going. So it's going back to. uh you know these these people have families and whatnot, and it's it's good that it's just not going to a guy who has you know you know he's taken enough from Michigan and he's finally winning now, but it's been a rough road for Jim Harbaugh coaching this this college uh, team. So good for him, man. Good for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, uh, anything you're looking forward to this week? Uh, this game that we're about to get off for and our both of our teams playing. So Jets, Jets, uh, Eagles and uh, Knicks, Nets. Looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to see some more uh, free agent signings. Um, yeah, I think there might be a UFC fight this weekend. I don't remember. I got to look it up. I think that's the Manion, Amanda Nunes fight, but I'll check that out. And then I'm also looking forward to actually finally watching uh that that series uh the docuseries on tom brady uh on uh, yeah i haven't wa- i haven't watched that yet yeah i haven't Man watched the, the arena i've been watching the uh hard knocks for the colts uh the mid-season hard knocks for the colts on the hbo max so that's pretty interesting uh to see the players and and hear carson like i would have loved to see that when he was with the eagles but I'd also be glad that I didn't see that with the Eagles. So, uh, yeah, just looking forward to to watching a couple of those things. How about you, sir? Then Amanda, Amanda Nunez um, fight is next week, the 11th. Okay. I knew it was so that'll be fun. That'll be a good one. Is that in Vegas? Does it say Vegas? I think I canceled it out. Okay. I think it might be Vegas. So that means I might have to, while I'm out in California, I might have to take a little trip over there if I can. Are you going? Are you going to that? Uh, to that fight? Yeah, let's I mean, do I'd it. Like to. I'd like to. I mean, it's only a six-hour drive from LA to uh, Vegas, so it's worth it. How about yourself? What you looking forward to? Hey, man, just uh, it's been a it's been a busy week month. Um, just some good football this weekend. Uh, gonna start getting in. This is I agree with you. This is the top of year where I kind of get into basketball. Christmas is always like for me like the unofficial opening day for basketball in my head. Um, so just to get more involved with that, and hopefully the Yankees can make some moves here. Let's pray. Let us pray. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, 
I guess that's it. Great show. Yes, it has been. Episode 39 in the books. Thanks for having me on. Hey, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on your podcast. Uh, it's been a whole year of Chasing Points podcast. We've almost done it. We're almost at the one year mark. It's pretty interesting. That's kudos to us. Pat ourselves on the back. Just let's look. Let's make it all about us. <laughs> you did it. You made it weird. Now <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, uh, for Brandon, my name is Sam. Thank you for listening. However you listen. Wherever you listen, thank you. Um, and shout out uh, to those that follow us on Instagram at Chasing Points Podcast. And just send us a DM, tell us you're listening, uh, give us a follow. And uh, thank you to everyone that follows us and listens to us on the K104 Podcast Network, too. You can check out all the great podcasts at K104online.com slash podcast. So for Brandon, my name is Sam. Until next time, peace. So last week, I didn't get to do what I really wanted to do. But while you guys are sitting at home still eating your leftovers, I have to say, please, people, stop experimenting with Thanksgiving food. Stop making vegan mac and cheese. Stop putting raisins in your potato salad. Stop doing all of this nonsense to this. If you need somebody to consult with send me pictures you have my instagram name it's inspector eclectic send me pictures before you decide to send this out and bring it to somebody's house because in certain people's houses you will be dismissed and you will be forbidden from their house and never to return so do not show up to the house with some terrible potato salad because there there's people out there like myself that will judge you for it now on the flip side of that it's also time to be thankful. It's the holiday season, right? But now we're approaching another holiday, and that'd be Krimla. All right. Um, and uh, I'm going to save a debate for you guys. And I want to ask and hope somebody uh, decides to do this. We should probably put a survey up and uh, see is it eggnog or is it coquito? Which one do you have? We'll leave it at that. Bye, everybody. <laughs>